the meme. Chase that dream, not the meme. Chase that dream, not the meme. Welcome to Dreams Not Memes Podcast. Hello everyone. This is another episode of Dreams Not Memes. Today I'm here in Nunavut, Canada with my friend Miali. Miali is a podcaster, teacher, as well as a creator. And today we're going to talk to her about her journey. How's it going? I'm fine. Hi, Brian. Nice to nice to talk to you today. You as well. You as well. Uh, and if people are curious, I'm from Iqaluit. So that's the capital of Nunavut. And where is that in Nunavut? Is it on the eastern side, middle side? Because I know it's very large. Yeah, so um, yeah, for sure. Um, Nunavut is one fifth the size of Canada and we are in the east. We are on Baffin Island and south of Baffin Island and the capital of Nunavut, which is Iqaluit. Gotcha, gotcha. And in your journey, what came first? Was it teaching, podcasting, or, or art? Uh, I would say, well, I've, I've more or less been in the uh, area of um, administration, and you probably will hear my girls in the back um, at some points uh, in this interview, which I can hear them right now. But um, I was teaching elementary school after I had gone back to university to complete my degree. And once I completed my degree, I came back to my hometown and uh, began teaching from there. Um, I was teaching for about four years and my daughter, my first daughter, uh, when I had her, I had an extended leave and then I just had a difficult time going back to work. And I did actually resign from teaching to commit to being home because now I have a second daughter. Um, so I'm usually home with them and, and keeping busy in other ways as well. I hear you, I hear you. And how do you balance, you know, your podcast and, and everything that you do? My podcast? Well, I have um, the podcast I started with my first daughter as a way to be able to um, document some of our learning with her learning Inuktitut. And Inuktitut being my first language, I it's something that I thrive to preserve as much as possible. And podcasting was one of the ways I thought would be suitable because then I could play back the things that I was teaching her and I wouldn't always have to be repeating myself so much. And I thought, okay, well, might as well have a format. And I actually had people who started messaging me saying they were interested in me recording certain things for them. And, and from there I started to interview people and and just continued to record songs and things like that, that would allow me to be teaching my daughter and allow me to talk to people in our language as much as possible. And is your native language a dying language or like, is it as common as it should be or? It's, um, it definitely is, um, we need more resources is what we've been saying forever, but it's an it's a underfunded language. So it's an indigenous language and it's one of the strongest languages in Canada. And it's actually uh, across four circumpolar. So the countries that we have that are similar, it doesn't, they're not exactly the same um, language of Inuktitut, but Inuit speak 
the language of Inuktut and our area where I live, we, we call the, the specific language Inuktitut. So the language of the Inuk or the language of the Inuit. And it's um, in Canada, we have uh, French and English that are funded um, because that's the way the government has created uh, their sort of majority language. And then in Nunavut, we've been really um, just there's there's it's a whole political conversation in regards to what's happening with the language. But there are 26 communities in Nunavut, um, debatable 25 to 26. But in those communities, majority of the people speak Inuktitut. And there needs to be a we one of the big arguments is that we don't have a um, like one dialect. So. So oftentimes they'll say, oh, well, if we don't have one dialect to focus on, then how are we just going to find one dialect? And, you know, so it's, it's this ongoing debate between um, wanting, you know, to have the language preserved, but then is there enough funds to preserve all of the different dialects of Inuktitut? And how do you make that work? So there's, there's some places that will uh, standardize the language and some teachings will standardize it. But the um, but right now that's that's kind of the the main main issue that that seems to be preventing Inuktitut being as as um, it, it isn't as accessible as it should and could be. I'll put it that way. I understand that, and I and I love how your podcast is like providing a platform for preserving you know language in Nunavut. In, oh, no problem. In Nunavut and just your community in general, is cultural preservation a problem or not? Um, it's something that we see less and less of because it's not a major, it's not a, a priority, I would say, in our school systems. And a lot of families, I mean, since my mom's generation, were forced into the system. And so my mom went to federal day school and so as soon as you enter a system that isn't your own, there's going to be loss. And that is definitely something that my mom's generation has experienced greatly. And with the cultural practices, she's very committed to working with the community and she does cultural programs, which is amazing. So we have a lot of access um, when, I mean, when the funding is there and, and the time is right to participate in being able to make things that are, you know, from our culture. Um, but it's not something we see as often, but it is, there is a comeback towards it. I would say the eighties and the nineties were really just very difficult with having things that were accessing our culture, but there was a lot of um, strong language. And then uh, these days, it seems like there's sort of a shift of, the, there's a lot of people who have continued to lose the language, but are practicing the culture in, in any way that they can and any form that they're able to access it. I hear that. I definitely hear that. And moving forward in the future, what do you think like people need to do to preserve the culture in your community? Um, I think if once there's even just the the shift of understanding just how important it is for the well-being of the people it would it would have to be in the funds like if the funding is in the school system and right now it's in the public school system which is sort of just a general education system 
And when people are finished that school system, you would like the priority right now is that they would be prepared for university and be able to enter the workforce. And with the the lack of funds around cultural um, language and areas that if, if people are like, okay, well, I'm not going to make very much money making clothing or traditional kamutiks, um, like things that you use on the land that are traditional. So why am I going to prioritize my skill around that? So definitely we have a lack of, I think, trades mentality. And maybe if there was more of like, okay, there's there needs to be like a shift of, you know what, like our trades and our language there is an importance beyond just the the income you know the identity piece we have um just a sense of belonging and being able to communicate with one another in ways that just gives you like an an, an a, a deeper connection to to the people and that's something like in our household we still try to really hold on to and it's it's not like we're holding on to it we're just kind of it naturally is something that i think my mom was really good about just making sure we spoke Inuktitut in the house. So when I converse with my daughter, it's Inuktitut. I, um, I'm learning to continue to make things that are um, like clothing and sewing and things like that. And if I'm able to make money off it here and there, especially as a stay-at-home mom, I do make crafts. And as you mentioned before, with um, some of the work that I've done with, I've created um, like a clothing line and that's something I'm hoping to expand on. So right now it's it's sort of in the starting stages. People can still purchase uh, purchase things from the, the website, but my hope is to be able to eventually have something that is sustainable. And same with the language piece, um, you know, the podcast is there, but my hope is that I'll be able to have uh, an income that will help me um, with teaching Inuktitut, for example, or being able to have um, a platform that allows me to to be one of the people that uh, sees the the importance of the language, but also sees that we can uh, provide for our family through through those means. Thank you so much for your time and like telling me about your story and what you do, because I personally believe uh, as an African American, as a as a Cherokee American, as an Irish person, uh, I'm of mixed race. That culture oh, is, yeah, sure. is the pulse that really brings identity, belonging, community together. And what you're doing is so powerful. And I just like to wrap up, what are some ways that we can help you? Because a good deal of people listen to this podcast and, and I want to be able to help you. I think it's, it's I'm really happy that you asked that. And thank you for, for what you're doing. The... Um, being informed, right? Being being educated is always one of the, the top keys, of course. And uh, I mean, I'm not shy to share the things that I'm working on right now. And so as, as you know, that you've been able to find me being uh, connect by looking up Nunavut, like I'm sure it's not something that um, a lot of people think about, but just even speaking and saying, you know what, your language is important. I hope you keep it up and encouraging Inuit to continue to speak their language and encourage them to continue to practice their culture. And even just hearing that from the outside does feel encouraging because sometimes it, it feels like we're repeating ourselves in sort of within the community. 
but having that greater understanding of oh knowing it's important for other people too it's like oh maybe we should consider that within our own community so and we're so influenced in this in this time of um in this generation that we we need to kind of feel like a sense of being approved, I guess, in a sense. And it's not not saying that we need that, but I think it's really part of it is if you hear um, about Inuit and you hear about people who are from the, the culture and who are trying to learn their language and trying to practice their culture, encourage them and be be um, be supportive of that and understand that there's, uh, there's an importance in it. Thank you so much for your time and reiterating the importance of culture. I'll definitely be sure to list your links in the description and encourage others to support you always. Very much appreciated. And I mean, we are, we are from a small population, so any, any bit helps. Anytime. Hi, this is Brian from A Day Without Love. Thank you for listening to Dreams Not Memes. I just want you to remember, your dreams matter. If you'd like to support this podcast, email love at gmail.com for donation information, or follow me for weekly episodes. Thank you for listening and joining my journey. Have a good day.